full episode today with Zach Dean, who is a health coach, and we talk about gut health, fasting, liver cleanses. We did that interview in his raw cave, which is a little cave, a garage with all kinds of supplements and herbs and foods, which was really impressive. As usual, if you like the podcast, let me know, give me your feedback, and obviously subscribe on iTunes. You can also leave a nice review. Enjoy. Hi, guys, and welcome to the 39th episode of Dreamers and Doers, where I interview people who follow their passion and use it to make a better world. And I think that's you, Zach. Welcome to the show. Thanks, dude. Thank you very much. Hey, guys. <laughs> welcome. So I met Zach at a really cool event, actually, um, by a friend of mine that uh, I interviewed uh, earlier, like two weeks ago, Brittany. Uh, it was about both uh, nutrition and well-being and also creating your financial freedom and basically creating your amazing life. Yeah. And I met Zach there and he had that glow of people who uh, yeah, have this amazing life and want to help other people. And I thought you'd be perfect on the show. Thank you. You have a um, YouTube channel called Raw Cave and you're a health coach, holistic health yeah, coach. Yeah, certified health coach. Mm. So yeah, we'll start with, as usual, what's your, what's your story? The How story. did you get so much into health? and uh, nutrition. Sure. Uh, let me take you back to the beginning. So growing up as a kid, we were vegetarian for yeah. seven years, actually growing up. Okay. My mum is a naturopath. Is an, is okay. a naturopath. That helps. That helps. <laughs> and my first stepdad was a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. So very holistic upbringing. Okay. But I found I was a bit of a chubby kid okay. growing up. I think it was too many carbs, okay. you know. And then so, um, yeah, my sleep was really bad growing up. Okay. My energy was really bad. Had a lot of anxiety and like was bullied and teased and stuff growing up. So there was a lot of, um, yeah, I wasn't able to fit in and the confidence thing was, okay. was slightly challenging. So I was lucky enough, however, to find my first mentor at 17 years old. So he helped mm. me transform my entire life. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had a mentor before, but anyone who's, who gives you a strategy, like probably yeah. what you do too, you're yeah. shortcutting the results for yeah. people. Uh, was it like someone here, face to face? Yeah, regularly? yeah. When I yeah, when I was seventeen, mm -hmm. this is like uh, twelve years ago, mm. and he taught me about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and these little strategies totally changed my entire life. Okay, and I started. I got so passionate. I used mm. to burn docu documentaries on DVDs and hand it out at my high school to help educate people. I was like, guys, check this out. Like, watch this. Watch this. Um, what was the response? Know, Earthlings. You know, Earthlings. No. Oh man, Earthlings is, is a documentary about how they kill the animals okay. and all the behind the scenes on okay. how they kill each animal okay. for our food supply. And also the documentary uh, Zeitgeist, about the, about, have you seen Zeitgeist? No, neither. Oh guys, Earthlings and Zeitgeist, I should I burn know, some DVDs was, uh, and hand it What the Health? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's interesting doco. Um, so I got so passionate at 17, started helping people and then out of high school, I um, got into acting. Because I was so insecure. Just, what was the response when you gave people the, the CDs? People were blown away. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was known as that guy, that weirdo mm. that was like, what's next? What's he going to okay. share with us now? And, and did you, know? you have a lot of people like telling you five years later, oh, mate, I remember when I watched that and changed my life? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not too many people. But 
Yeah, I used to, at 17, or before 17 years old, I used to play computer games like 16 mm -hmm. hours a day. Okay. I was like addicted. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was my thing. And so coming from a recluse kind of yeah. kid, struggling with his health and different family issues, um, I was lucky enough to fall into Tony Robbins and do all the yeah. Tony Robbins events when I was 18, 19, 20. And that helped transform every, everything. Okay. I got into acting yeah. to get out of my comfort zone. Uh, I, I worked with Vitamix, the blenders they use at mm. Boost Juice. And they used to pay for me to travel the country making healthy smoothies and raw food, mm. which is an epic experience. And everyone kept asking me, like, what, what, we need more recipes, more okay. recipes. Do you make sales when you do Vitamix? Uh, it was for another stuff? company, okay. another company called Raw Blend. Okay. And so, yeah, and then after that, I studied nutrition and health coaching and then started doing health coaching and NLP and all that type of thing with people. Mm. And from there, got into, uh, yeah, network marketing at 18, I think. And then it's my third network marketing company now, Isogenics. So I've been helping mm. people with cleansing and fasting and gut health and nutrition along with that program. And yeah, I've been doing that full time for like three years, mm. three, four years. What kind of acting did you do? Film and TV. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I did um, just like this, you know, but like through maybe four years ago, Some acting? Uh, I did uh, improv classes and I got so much out of it. So obviously uh, that kind of public speaking or mm -hmm. confidence, uh, uh, but also working with my intuition and working with other people. And I did that, yeah, for two years. Uh, it's one of the things that brought me the most. Well, I didn't really start it, you know, out of I personal growth. I recommend it for everyone. Like, mm. yeah, anyone who's stuck or just wants to meet a fun group of people yeah. being played. I think as we grow older, we kind of become a bit more, more serious. Mm. I think doing some acting yeah. helps us be a bit more playful. And we kind of do the same things again. I mean, even uh, our brain is wired. It's like it's less plastic in general. So, so we tend to do, not do new things. Yeah, well, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. We can change it very quickly, though. That's mm. why we're here. Yeah. And getting some hacks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to learn a lot of new things. Um, so just quick question on the... Well, I'll go, I'll go on the nutrition now. Sure. Yeah, because... Yeah. Um, so what, you started this YouTube channel, yeah? And uh, like, why did you start it first? Yeah, the YouTube channel, uh, I started because I read a book from Gary Vaynerchuk called oh, Crush yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, I love Gary If you haven't heard of it, guys, Crush oh, It. follow Gary It's so good. And so that helped me realize that, you know, there's two paths that I could have taken where I was. It was like, go on the corporate, go do business and, and commerce and go do, become corporate. Mm -hmm person, mm -hmm. <laughs> corporate business person, mm -hmm. or I could follow my passion and maybe earn less, but mm -hmm. feel more fulfilled and I guess passionate in mm -hmm. my own everyday life. Yeah. And so that was the path that I took. Yeah. So I saw the YouTube channel as a way of, instead of yeah. burning documentaries for people, yeah. it was like, hey, let's shoot a video and that could reach way more mm -hmm. people than just me handing them out. Mm, that's cool. And you have a really cool uh, YouTube channel. So what are, uh, I, I looked it a bit, uh, up a bit, like what are the kind of main Hacks that you uh, maybe we start with the basis, okay. like, you know, what's for nutrition. Like, what, yeah, what's what's healthy for nutrition? Yeah, and then what can you add on top of it? And uh, we'll go a bit into also because uh, I always like I'm a skeptical guy in general. So question also like how do you feel if something is more like a fad and um, something not really grounded and there's a business or a book behind? Sure, uh, just or, or something that's really something we should look into seriously. Yeah. Mm. So where do I start? Gosh, what do you maybe, on the, on, maybe on the basis first, like what, like what yeah. you found was your diet. My biggest like aha moment growing, yeah. growing like yeah. when I started to get into this stuff. Just, I feel the biggest hack sometimes yeah. is, uh, you know, 
what your grandma would say you know it, it returns vegetables and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. this but then on top of this you add things that are like more in common sure so yeah sorry about that. yeah well i guess it depends on where people are at you know yeah. like um what kind of opened my mind up to nutrition was a documentary called food matters Mm -hmm. And so that talks about the food supply and how nutritious is our food from at the supermarket. You know, mm -hmm. it's usually like one or two weeks coming from the farm and it's usually not vine ripened. You want to have a vegetable or fruit that's grown to its fullest nutrition before it's picked. It's usually picked before that. And that way it gets to the supermarket and we're eating this mm -hmm. um, deficient food, you know, or food that's not so nice. Plus you have herbicides and pesticides. Mm -hmm. So this documentary opened my mind up to realize that we are literally what we eat, what we drink, mm. how we think, you know, our habits, like our yeah. body is a makeup of our habits every single day. So I was like, well, maybe I can recreate yeah. my own body and recreate my own life. So having food was a way of me going, okay, well, if I can get in, if I can control my food and my body and my energy, then business or entrepreneurship or whatever the things that I was passionate about relationships um, were so much more effective because yeah. I had the energy to sustain that. One of my biggest, I guess the biggest uh, realizations around nutrition is realizing that how long, how long do you want to live? That's probably my biggest question. How long do you want to live and at what quality of life do you want to live? Do you want to live to your 60 or 70 years old, but you're hustling, grinding and stressing yourself out till then? Or do you want to live until you're like 100 mm. years old, which we can now plus, and be sustain the fulfillment and passion and flow and high vibes throughout that time? So... Yeah, to, to go back to your question, to hack nutrition. Um, look, number one would be looking at gut health, looking at fasting to reduce inflammation, and then looking at high quality um, herbs or minerals and extra nutrition that's gonna fill the gaps from a normal Western diet. Okay. But I can go into specifics, yeah. I think um, this is slightly the reception, hey? Yeah, I'm good. That's fine. Um, and about, yeah, so fasting is getting big at the moment and gut health too, yeah. I mm. feel like it's something, I don't know if it's because I entered nutrition more like uh, lately, but yeah, I hear a lot about the importance of good, of gut health. Mm -hmm. Do like, yeah, what do you have to say about like gut health in general? Why yeah. is it so important? Oh gosh, good question. So our body is, is uh, a synergy of so many systems. Mm -hmm. We're kind of like a, a web, you know, a net, and each part is so important, or like a chain. Yeah. And if one part of those links is, is weak and that breaks, then, you know, it can affect other parts of our, our body. Yeah. So, look, fasting is so important for so many different reasons. Like autophagy is one of my favorite benefits autophagy it's like yeah it's kind of like that body becomes sick or tired or has mutated yeah. cells or um yeah sick cancerous mm. cells yeah. and our body will then when we fast eat those cells as energy mm. to recycle yeah. them so it's it's helping us um slow down the aging process mm. for me like i haven't eaten for a day and a half now this is my second day of a fast day and I'll finish it with a liver cleanse probably tomorrow, or probably tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so the energy that I have is like I've had a coffee. Yeah. Like obviously we've had yeah. some yerba mate yeah. tea with a little bit of naturally <laughs> yeah. derived caffeine. But this is me every single day, and it's I'm mm -hmm. helping educate people that through fasting and good health and all these these different habits, you can have the energy every single day. And I guess to go back to your question in terms of nutrition, um, probably the first thing that we have to look at is <laughs> is chewing. Yeah. Right and and the process of eating it sounds so basic and kind of silly, but the process of being present when we're eating is number mm. one. 
if we're on uh, at our computer or we're driving yeah. and we're so, eating food, mm -hmm. you know, it's not absorbing to its best ability. So that's something I need to get better at. Uh, is it like, for example, sometimes I watch a TED talk or listen to a podcast while I eat? Mm. Do you think that's um, not a good idea? I think anything that distracts us from yeah. the actual eating process. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you could be watching horror movies and feeling scared and that's going to reduce, yeah. like kick in cortisol and yeah. adrenaline and things. That's worse. Mm -hmm. So listening to a podcast like a yeah. TED talk. But it's not as good as being really mindful. It's, yeah, it depends yeah. The, the, in, uh, at what level of, new, of absorption do we want to mm. impart and what type of integrity do we want to bring into everyday life. Um, but so you talked about chewing and uh, dude, chewing is so important. Yeah, and I, I, I saw a study also. I think it's a Japanese study that showed like it was really good for some parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. Also, on top of sending the signal to your hey, it's time to digest. There's 100%. also like some cognitive process that get better as you chew. It's just about it. Mm. Um, so you were talking about isogenics. That's something I, I've tried. And one of the things that I didn't like actually was having a meal replacement shake mm. or even with smoothies in general. So sure. we talk a lot about smoothies was the fact that uh, it wasn't chewed. Mm. Do you think? Yeah, like could be... the whole chewing process yeah. is, I know friends, I go out for lunch or dinner with yeah. friends and they literally will be done in like three to five minutes mm. with a massive meal and steak. Yeah. And I'm there for 20 minutes now. Like, <laughs> They're like, dude, you're a slow eater, but I used to be a yeah. fast eater. Yeah. And what I noticed is just through chewing, yeah. you know, one of the biggest um, challenges I had at my nutrition study was to do for every day for a week, yeah. do 100 chews every mouthful. Whoa. Okay. So every single, if it's soup, it's okay. different. If it's a smoothie, it's okay. you know, you don't want to chew just tea, yeah. but you want to really focus on it for the next week. So um, my average went through the roof, mm -hmm. and now you know, 40 or 50 chews is kind okay. of my normal. Okay. And I found just from doing that alone, my bloating went down, my energy went mm. up, um, I was more grounded, I felt yeah, more clear in my head, my sleep was better. So it's you gotta think about food in its natural form, it's whole food, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got um, fats, carbs, proteins, and all the amino acids and um, macro and micronutrients that are there as mother nature created it. Yeah. So you wanna be able to get the most out of that and sometimes the most nutrition is in the parts of the fruits and veggies we throw away yeah so like the celery tops or carrot tops mm. or beetroot tops or you know the um lemon i saw your lemon you seeds put... or the lemon skin like organics best yeah. obviously but there's like four times more vitamin c yeah. in the lemon skin okay than on the inside of the lemon mm. so um i'm looking at things like that like how can i integrate those into okay. my life but okay. yeah the isogenics is a system I've been using for five and a half yeah. years. And so I integrate it into my whole food and exercise mm. routine. And yeah, you know, the system isn't for everybody, yeah. but it's important to make it work for you. So I've integrated it in a different way to most yeah. people. And I, I fill up the shakes with extra mm. ingredients, okay. like maybe extra spinach or and celery. And when you have a fiber. smoothie, do you chew your smoothie to hack your body? Yeah, yeah? absolutely. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So like, <laughs> The process That's is a good idea, actually. Yeah. yeah, chew your smoothie, guys. Chew it, chew it, <laughs> chew it. Um, the process of digestion starts. My question to you, like, when does digestion start? And um, yeah, that is a yeah. really good question. When does it start? Actually, it doesn't end. Like, it's always happening. You know, so the digestion process when you go to eat your food also begins when you start preparing your food. So mm. I believe everyone should start. If you're wanting to get healthy and you don't know where to start, start by making whole food in the kitchen, you know, start with some really nice recipes. We might talk about some bone broth recipes soon. Okay. But um, by preparing your food, you're chopping, you're cooking, yeah. you're smelling, yeah. you might be tasting a bit of something. Mm. 
and that's helping your body produce the saliva and get your body mm. ready for the food, you know? So if we're obviously having a shake is, is convenient, it's saving time, but ideally, you know, you want to be putting more time and presence into your food and then yeah. it's going to be more conscious, mm. you know, conscious, mm. conscious living is, is something that I try to integrate into that. Yeah. And you talked so yeah about fasting. So how, how often do you do that? Well, we all fast. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't, I can't fast. I can't do that thing. I love my food, and I, I love my food too. You know, so mm-hmm. um, I still have breakfast. I just don't eat breakfast mm-hmm. until twelve. Well, between twelve and three. The o'clock. name itself is called breakfast. Yeah, breaking breakfast. your fast. Yeah. You know, and so I, I understand that. Um, we love our breakfast, it's really important, but maybe the time when breakfast was considered the most important time of the day, mm. most important meal of the day, was Do you know where that comes from? During a, well, it was probably during a time when they maybe weren't able to eat any yeah. more food for the but day. But that comes from uh, Kellogg's and another Kellogg's, company. yeah, of course, yeah. marketing. It's like brainwash, marketing brainwashing, people are like, breakfast is the most important meal. Yeah. I'm not saying then, it is or it's not, but it comes from <laughs> several companies, right? And, oh, man. and just because generation after generation people repeat it, People are like, oh, but my grandma told me <laughs> yeah. breakfast is the most important Dude, meal of the day. But I that's where it comes it. from, and there's no, it's not really grounded in anything. Even the concept of balance, you mm. know, is like a marketing ploy to make us feel like we don't have balance and we feel inadequate. Mm. And I think probably one of the biggest hacks, if you were, we're looking at mindset, just to switch gear, is the the whole idea of um, believing we're coming from a place of uh, abundance or coming from a place of. Um, overflowing wealth of, of, uh, of wellness like for a long time when I started to get healthy I was wanting to help everybody even when I started entrepreneurship or all these recipes like I found I was I was doing 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 and burning myself out mm-hmm. and causing my, myself to be tired or like lack and, and cause fatigue and things like that and I find a lot of that has to do with our mindset so my philosophy with health and nutrition now is what if you know like the half the glass half full, mm-hmm. the glass, you know, half empty. Depends on how you look at it. My belief is that if you pour, if you create a glass of your own wellness and you're pouring water in there, the first part of wellness is to actually empty out. Like if you have a glass, here we go. Here's one I prepared earlier. Mm, it was good. And so, um, you know, if this is your wellness, this, if this is a reflection of your health. If this is dirty water, which it kind of looks like it's just tea, you, the first step to wellness is cleaning that out before you start pouring new water in there or whatever you want to pour in there. So you'd clean that out, pour that out, and then start pouring in health and nutrition, yeah, good yeah, habits, yeah. things like that. But you don't just go halfway or to the, to the top. My belief is that you just keep pouring and it's just overflowing. And so my, my challenge to everyone watching here is like, what if you lived a life where you had 10 out of 10 health? You had a 10 out of 10 finances, 10 out of 10 relationships, a 10 out of 10... Um, contribution, 10 out of 10 spiritual connection. Like what if every area of your life was overflowing? Mm. And so it's all connected like the chain. And so the fasting component of it for me is is no realizing the, the benefit to my mindset mainly as well, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of major um, spiritual practices yeah. talk about fasting. Yeah. And so, yeah, the connection you have with your own um, body, yeah. with your mind yeah. being able to consciously live for me is one of my favorite benefits and also improves brain function you know right now i haven't eaten for a day and a half so my brain is like eat 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 eat. i read that ted talk it increased the production of something called bdnf i don't know if you've heard about that yeah yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I forgot the name much more. No, but, no, no. Uh, but well, but can, yeah, that guy uh, I can't put a TED talk. That guy studied it pretty well. Ah. Yeah. Well, you can you can you can imagine that um, if you haven't eaten, your brain is like, dude, like I need some food. Like mm. figure it out, figure it out. So your brain produces new mm. memory cells and synapses so that you can actually um, remember where the food is for next time. You know, so your my my focus at work and in relationships is more present mm. and focused. But um, yeah. That's a good segue to sleep, actually, because last week I was listening to a great podcast on sleep with Matthew Walker at, uh, with Joe Rogan. And he was talking about sleep and how sleep is so important. And you'll definitely uh, agree mm. with that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but he was a bit saying that when you fast, the problem is for the same reason you, you said is like your brain is more alert when you yeah. fast because, well, first, you don't use the energy for, for digestion. On top of it, the brain goes like, hey, guys. We need to we need yeah. to go hunting. Yeah, <laughs> um, they could prevent you from sleeping well. It can, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I find it hard to get to sleep yeah. on, on a cleanse, yeah. on a fasting day. Okay. Um, but it's not always like that. Okay. Sometimes I have the best well, sleeps. Yeah, ever, for me I sleep you know? well, so I yeah. Think, like I, I think people maybe make, make their personal balance out of it. Or? Yeah, it's different for everyone. You know, a lot of people are eating a Western diet, so a lot of yeah. carbs. And so their body's fueled on sugar. Yeah. So when they go to fast, their body's switching over to a fat burning mode. And mm. that's, that's a process where the body then sometimes is so used to having a carbohydrate meal before sleeping that it you know, puts them to sleep. And so there's, there's two ways of thinking. It's like I could eat less so I have more energy and I need to mm. sleep less as well because mm. my body needs um, to repair less as well. Yeah. I always yeah. wake up so much earlier yeah. when I'm fasting. How, how long do you sleep? At the moment, through listening to that podcast with yeah. Joe Rogan and uh, another one from Impact Theory, my goal is to get as much sleep as I can yeah. and trust that when I, my body wakes up, I'm ready to wake up. Do you have an alarm clock? Uh, I do when I need to. Um, yeah, I've been getting up quite early recently for work, mm. and it's just making sure that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, what I found was really good is a good hack is if you do have one of the smart watches, you can set it to vibrate so that you're waking up to a vibration rather than like a beep, 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 okay. which is stressful. Mm. Um, and so that's a really good idea or like getting a, a light um, that turns on for your alarm clock slowly. So yeah. if you have a dark room, yeah. you know, and whatever your alarm is, don't fucking snooze. Do you agree <laughs> <on that? laughs> yeah, it depends on how snooze. important the day is. Yeah. Um, something else that's really an awesome, awesome hack. So my mum is a naturopath okay. and so she can get some really cool supplements that you can't usually get at the mm. supermarket. So something that she's been researching recently is this thing called zinc loading. Okay. So it's a process where um, zinc is really important for the immune system yeah. and the body. And so you take some zinc before you go to bed and it's like a high level of zinc. So it's zinc picolate, 100 milligrams. So you mm. can't even buy it. And so that, and I've been sharing it with some of my friends, I'm like, here, just try this for a few days. Yeah. And their brain function, they, as soon as they wake up, they cannot even get back to sleep. They're mm. like fully awake, fully alert. Um, you can have too much. It's important yeah. to balance and not do it too long. But things like zinc and different minerals are really powerful, like um, niacin B3. Mm -hmm. So B3 is a B vitamin, so it helps energy production in the body and also helps the body produce more circulation. So when you have more circulation flowing, you breathe more. And when you breathe more, you feel better and you have more energy, more ATP. Mm. So niacin B3, zinc loading, might be something to look into, guys. Um, the chewing is really, really cool, really important. Well, not, yeah. it's not cool, it's not yeah. sexy, but it's so important, guys. If you're not chewing, you're not having the best absorption. Yeah. And then also looking at food combining. 
So food combining is realizing that when we eat our food, it's important not to eat, not to drink any liquids 20 minutes or even 45 minutes before eating. Okay. And for 20 to 45 okay, minutes that's, before. That's interesting because I, I've read at some point that it was good to have um, before eating to have like a, two glasses of water because sometimes the feeling of being hungry is actually being thirsty. Sure. And it makes you a bit less hungry. And as for most people, they eat too much. Yeah, probably, it can definitely be a good idea. Uh, help. Yeah. But so basically that helps to be less hungry, but it's not ideal. It's not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Like ugh, even drinking alcohol and you go out and, you, and yeah. drinking beer or wine while you're eating and people wonder why they're not feeling very good, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. It can really ruin digestion. It washes away. Well, you got to remember that the enzymes and saliva, yeah. um, they're different for different foods. Okay. And, and so when you're eating, uh, if you wash, if you're having a mouthful of whatever you're drinking, it's going to wash away and deplete mm. the, the integrity of the enzymes to digest the food. Mm. So by eating, being present, chewing, you're getting the most out of mm. the, it's like, yeah, just making sure you get it to a small enough form so your body can absorb it. So if you ideally drinking 20 minutes or 45 okay. minutes before and after each meal is mm. best. Give it a try. Like it's it's yeah. one of those things. Everyone's different. So it's yeah. it's trying it on. If it feels good, try it for at least thirty days. Okay. Like you know, yeah. don't just do like one day and go. Oh, this doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's important to cons be consistent with this stuff because um, it's so easy to get distracted. Mm -hmm. But these are fundamentals. Just Google food combining. It's really easy to check out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that was uh, th th that's interesting actually. Trying thirty days because, for example, there are things like if I have one coffee one day, I'll be like whoa, that works so well for me because I'm more alert. But then when I have every day and then two a day, like, you know, it starts it to fade away because returns. Yeah, my yeah. body gets used to it. Yeah. So um, I actually find that on the long term, I function better without coffee. Um, and that's sometimes why I shy away a bit from supplements. I'm like, well, maybe I'm going to feel good, but does that really mean it's good for me? And that's mm. where sometimes and obviously science is subjective too and you have different nutritionists with of different course. science but um that's why i sometimes tend to be on the safe side rather than experimenting mm. uh, how do you how do you know if something is really good for you because uh, something might either like be a bit of a fad and there's a lot of you know articles about something sure. but without being really grounded because there's a business behind or sometimes something that's really good, but maybe not for you. So let's yeah. say for me, for example, I'm like, well, I'd like to try this or this, but um, yeah, for, for you, how do you recognize when it's good for you? I, I was so similar to you, maybe like four, five, six years ago, Yeah. when I believed that majority of companies in the world yeah. were mainly after our money, yeah. um, our attention, yeah. you know, and like advertising to promote products that didn't work okay. to people that were sick. You know, the whole idea that people who are sick, there's a, there's a health epidemic going on around the world, which is reality. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are looking for answers in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. They're getting answers from the wrong person and it's perpetuating this, this cycle of sickness. Um, so I, what I started to do is question my belief. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe well, I definitely have this belief for yeah. like, you know, I don't know, like, I don't think the CEO of Coca-Cola is evil, but uh, <laughs> his job is to make more money and his product is not it's good for that. health. So Yeah, yeah, yeah I t totally get it. Uh, I then researched other companies yeah. and, you know, there's non-for-profits out there. Or yeah. Incredible companies, incredible people on this planet. You know, I think 
um, what we focus on will expand in our life. We'll find more of what we look look at. And most of the time, we're looking at the negative. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like stuck on this negative dot, and we can't get off, get out of the you know, yeah. the, the stress and the negativity. But when you look and you kind of see that there are actually beautiful people and beautiful companies with great intentions and great cultures doing some incredible work, you can. You, it's it's all about self learning. You know, the, mm-hmm. the answers here. Probably one of my biggest health or life philosophies is realizing that we need to become our own lifesaver. Yeah. Like if we're out in the ocean, we're struggling, no one's gonna come out and paddle out to you, grab you and yeah. pull you in. Maybe a family member or something, but if you really wanna help your life go in the direction that you want to, you're the one who's, in, you're the one who's responsible. But even so, if you think people have good intentions, for example, it uh, doesn't mean they're right, because uh, I'm gonna meet, for example, uh, when I do a nutrition program, sure. like top nutritionist, that say, oh, you should be like um, whole food plant-based, avoid supplements, and there's gonna be another person who's gonna be all about why you need to supplement. And I'm sure these two people have very good intentions sure. and they all believe that they're helping and that, that it, they're right. And, yeah. and that it's gonna help me when they put it together. But sure. I, like, I can't reconcile the, both opinions. Yeah, I think the uh, philosophy of like, what works for you yeah. might not work for me yeah. is important. Yeah. Um, you know, someone's trying to push something on yeah. you and you're feeling like that. You know, there's two sides of the point. Maybe something that would help you and you're feeling like, or whatever, and you're feeling like, oh, this guy's trying to make me do something. Mm. Um, but maybe it isn't your best intention. Maybe it yeah. is, it, it is going to help. So sometimes feeling that resistance and that challenge is a good, yeah. good way of realizing, oh, there is challenge here. There's something that's stretching my belief system. And for me, anything that feels uncomfortable, yeah. I'm always one to research and find yeah. out for myself and try it on. If it doesn't fit, then I take it off. Yeah, um, so it's trying on usually. I'd say trying on, but I also think like, you know, some people eat 15 bananas a day, mm-hmm. you know, and fruitarians and I've got a friend who's a fruitarian. He loves it. Okay. It feels amazing. He said he's got the best poops, yeah, he's well. best digestion, energy all day. He probably has the placebo effect working for him too, and which then is real. The whole mindset thing and the placebo effect is so real. Yeah. Like if we believe something's going to work, it's, there's a higher chance that it's going to work. My favorite mm. docu- one of my favorite documentaries is called Placebo. And mm. so that talks about my f- the craziest experiment was this one person walks up this in, in, in a mountain, up in the snow mountains, yeah. Yeah. and they have to have a gas mask or yeah. an oxygen mask. Ah, okay. I see why you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Was it working? No, it was working. Yeah, okay. It was working. Yeah. And, they, and they measured his heart rate and all these different signs yeah. in his body. And he came back down and they measured it. And then he did the same walk again with a different oxygen mask. Yeah. Did it again. And they had the exact same readings. Okay. But the second oxygen mask had no oxygen. Yeah, 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 his, his brain yeah, believed yeah. that it was oxygen. Now, whether that's real mm-hmm. or not, it's like, well, there's, there's what is like possible? Very, there's like very scientific studies on this. So, for example, there's a, a placebo-controlled double-blinded study on people who have Parkinson's. So you give them pills that have dopamine to calm down the effect. If you give them a sugar pill, like a placebo, they it's not only that they have the same reaction as if they had the medicine is that they actually produce the dopamine that was meant to be in the pill. So the brain thinking they had the pill uh, by some mechanism, the body is like, oh, that's the moment where we get the dopamine and they Mm. were creating it thinking they they were receiving it. So it's more than just thinking it works. Like sometimes actually works. Yeah. The book, um, the brain that changes itself is really good as well as uh, Bruce Lipton, the biology Mm. of belief. And also the honeymoon effect. If you're looking at relationships, the honeymoon effect. Bruce Lipton, amazing author. Oh, uh, yeah. He yeah. was at um, London Real. Was he? he did oh, an interview. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
George Spencer brain changes itself. I think that is, and then Bruce Lipton um, Bruce biology of belief. Yeah, like, yeah. These guys are incredible. Mm. Um, but yeah, oh. Gosh. if you guys have any questions, watching, shoot them over yeah. or whatever, um, or I can answer them later on. But yeah, I guess we've gone through a fair bit, hey? Yeah, it's quite, What's next? It's quite a bit. Um, I wanted. Oh, you, what about the broth? Part? Broth. Yeah. yeah, man. So about six, seven months ago, I yeah. had a couple of friends over, and I just cooked for them. I just had mm -hmm. some bone broth left over. I do a lot of slow cooking. And I had, you know, six or seven friends come over and it was just a nice Friday evening. And I was like, this is cool. Like, maybe let's yeah. do this again. So we did it again and again and again. And there was like 20 or 30 people and 40 or 50 people came. Just coming to collect, um, collectively hang out without alcohol, without drugs and eating mm. healthy whole food and having good deep yeah. chat. You would love it, man. It's yeah. good vibes. Yeah. And so a big thanks to um, Johannes for organizing the Wim Hof events, the ice baths and things mm. like that. He, after his events here in Sydney, he invites everyone to come over and we've collaborated in that way. And so, man, bone broth is so good for our gut health, the amino acids, the, the good fats, the good minerals and stuff from the bones. Mm. So I don't know if you guys know about bone broth, but if we just eat meat, like there's some, you know, there's good nutrition in that, but there's more nutrition in the bones. Uh, and then when you slow mm. cook them for hours, 12 to 24 hours, it pulls out all these minerals that are so good for our bodies. And so you can do like bone broth fasts, mm. you know, and it's just um, really nourishing and calming to the digestive system. A little bit harder to eat in summertime, you know, and that's probably something to take into account if you're struggling with um, bone, bone broth uh, ice creams. We can do bone <laughs> broth ice cream, sure. Um, <laughs> um, freeze it. There's, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can freeze it. Or just recognizing with nutrition, back to the nutrition point, is that eating during certain temperatures and changing what you're eating based on the temperature. Mm. You know, you go to a restaurant and if the air condition is so cold, you go in there and it's cool, you know? So then you feel more inclined to eat more carbs or more meat. Mm. And it's, it's kind of tricking us, our body to go, oh, I'm, I'm cool. That's okay, I can eat something that's really heavy. And yeah. in Australia, it's a hot climate. So eating foods that are more cooling and, um, you know, greens yeah. and things like that. And um, So yeah, you go to the restaurant, there's aircon, there's aircon, and, and you eat that big meal and then you go out and it's hot. And then you're out and hot and then yeah. you have that depletion yeah, yeah, yeah. in your energy and fall asleep. Mm. Um, so that's something that's, yeah, kind of look at in terms of the temperature. You know, mm. eating seasonally is really important. And something mm. I want to also add just for the sleep component yeah. and a good hack for sleep is before you go to sleep, getting magnesium uh, spray. So magnesium, magnesium chloride is the smallest form of magnesium. There's magnesium sulfate, which is the mm -hmm. flakes, bath mm -hmm. flakes. You can put them in your bath and soak in them and stuff. But this is the more natural form and you can get it, get it as a spray and you put it on your feet yeah. before you go yeah. to sleep. Yeah, so just like two or three sprays, rub it in because all the nerve endings of our body, of our organs, end in our hands and our feet. So reflexology in Chinese medicine. So if you can put some magnesium oil on your reflexology points at nighttime, yeah. um, I find I get such a deep sleep at nighttime. Mm, you know, you can you cool. can eat magnesium as a supplement, as a powder. There's some great brands out there, as well as like frankincense is really good. So I have like a drop of frankincense mm -hmm. morning and night. Um, it's one of the only oils apparently that's going to go through into the brain and help reduce inflammation. Um, so that's great for weight loss or energy or mm. just stress today. Um, those would be a couple of little hacks, as well as I take some herbs before I sleep. The Isogenics Cleanse with aloe vera and turmeric and ashwagandha. And they help, just a scoop of that before I sleep, 
and I don't do it all the, all the time, but just when I know that I want to get the best night's sleep mm. and I wake up feeling so fresh. And if you're struggling with fasting, you know, so this is all great to say, yeah. but a lot of people are struggling going, fuck, I can't, like, this isn't working for me. Mm. I have these cravings, like what's going on? And a lot of our cravings, um, at the fogginess we might get in our head or, or like, um, I don't know, not being able to lose weight or not being able to put muscle on in the gym comes back to the gut bacteria in our mm. stomach. So, you know, I interviewed a microbiologist on my YouTube channel and he spoke about our body being 90% bacteria cells. We're only 10% human cells. I was like, excuse me? 10% mm. human cells, but it was one big bacterium. And so um, we've evolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, scary. It's like we've evolved with this front prefrontal cortex to imagine and move, but really, you know, we're here to reproduce and mm. eat, eat and reproduce. That's like mm. the bare bones. So he was talking about how we feel every day and even our, um, our brain and mindset. Yeah. The dopamine and serotonin comes back to our gut health. And so mm. if we can boost the good bacteria through probiotic foods, prebiotic foods, um, bone broth and not eating yeah. toxic food, and you can bring down the bad bacteria in our stomach, yeah. our, our body will completely change. And through fasting, that will also help that too. It helps build up, helps replenish the mucoid plaque, not the mucoid plaque, the mucoidal membrane. Mm -hmm. So there's like a, like a snot kind of lining around our digestive system. Mm -hmm. And so when we, when we eat all the time, like six or seven meals, or I don't know, four to five meals a day, that mucoidal membrane um, which is there to actually stop our body absorbing toxins. It's there to, as if our body's eating something toxic, it will produce more mucus so that our body mm -hmm. can get rid of it quicker and not mm -hmm. absorb into our body. So it's a protective mechanism, but over years and years and years of eating toxic food and absorbing stuff into the body, it gets um, like it gets toxic. Mm -hmm. So you, it's important to do certain cleanses with, say, yeah. um, well, I'm a believer, not many people believe this, but it's mucoid plaque. So this, this plaque that builds up, it's kind of like a, like a play-doh like a sticky like gross build up in our digestive system and if you're if you're bloated if you find even after not eating your body your stomach isn't flat mm. and it's kind of popping out it can be this mucoid plaque and yeah. inflammation like elvis died with like 20 kilos of undigested food in his stomach mm. on the toilet you know, like a heart attack which is horrible so the amount of stuff that's inside us mm. is is revolting pretty much so things like psyllium husk slippery elm um, aloe vera um, and, and bentonite clay and zeolite, um, MSM, certain teas and things like that can help uh, pull out this mucoid mm. plaque out of the body. And if you just Google mucoid plaque, it's disgusting. <laughs> but getting rid of that is kind of like the whole philosophy here, which is take, getting rid of, it's like our body is like a car. Mm -hmm. You know, so a car has an oil filter, has an engine, different systems to make it run. And our body, if it gets toxic, it's usually going to build up in certain areas like the gut, and that's the mucoid plaque, or the liver, and it has, we have, get psoriasis or the liver, and people have fatty livers. So the key is to cleanse our digestive colon out and also uh, the liver out, and that's, that would be the same analogy of tipping out the dirty water, mm. resetting your body, and then through other good nutrition, you can rebuild. And that's how some people, you know, you look at them, they're 50, 60, 70 years old, and they look so strong, yeah. you know? I want to be 90 years old doing handstands and muscle-ups, yeah. muscle yeah. you know? Maybe we don't know how the future's going to be, maybe 200 doing handstands. Maybe 200, yeah, yeah. yeah. one-handed. Mm -hmm. You've seen yeah. those uh, guys in China who do like one-finger 
handstands. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's next level. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, it's like that is like a car, but on top of it, the fuel you put in the car mm. is gonna affect the pilot too, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. So it's even more than that. I, I've yeah. been coaching people for five years, like more than five hundred people, one on one, I've coached, and the biggest challenge that people have is that people think that they're healthy. People think what they're eating is actually the healthiest form yeah. of food. Yeah. And so my goal is to, is to then like helping them recognize that what you're eating, if you keep doing that, is not taking you down the path of what your goals are, mm. you know? So yeah. it's important to recognize maybe the, the perception of what you're eating right now, guys, is not at its highest caliber. And it's just choosing that food. What food mm. and fuel do you want to be pumping into your body and your car? And how smelly do you want your car to be? <laughs> you know, how long do you want your car to run? Um, how many cool passengers do you want to have in the car, you know? Yeah, but, um, I, I, but again, it's just not, it's also like, yeah, your mood and mm. so, so also like, it's not just True. the machine, it's something exter external. It's like who you are, your identity is going to be shaped by those building blocks that you For sure. are going to create yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, our, our life is run by the emotions that we feel. Mm. And so our body and certain organs can hold on to emotions. Mm. So by cleansing those organs out, you can have a complete change in your emotional day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Um, Quick, very quickly on the yeah. liver cleanse. Yeah, liver, liver cleanse. Oh, look, I learned from Pete Malov. Uh, he's got an organic cafe here okay. in Sydney. If you go onto Instagram, uh, Pete's Simple Health, Simple Health Pete um, mm -hmm. will come up. And so... He, he told me about it. I was doing lots of research before. There's lots of stuff online. There's a book actually on a liver cleanse. Mm, you have a video that, that I have. It's I have a little video. YouTube it's channel. just like a really basic video on it. Um, it's important to get some guidance before you do one of these things because um, you know, it's quite a deep cleanse. It's not something I'd recommend straight away. Okay. But um, yeah, it's, it's a process of having like vegan for five days, apple cider vinegar every day, and healthy whole food, and less, no oil ideally, no like healthy mm. fats and mm. then the day because your liver processes fat and then the day that you do the liver cleanse um you have a small meal if you want but stop eating at two o'clock or do a whole fast day on this day this is like the sixth day and then so um at six o'clock and eight o'clock you do epsom salts mm -hmm. um make sure you go online to figure out the exact measurements guys you don't want to do too much or too less and then at night time you do like olive oil and grape juice yeah. before you go to bed and that's supposed to go through and cleanse your liver and then the next morning at six and eight o'clock you do some more Epsom salts mm. in water. And that's just supposed to help be a diuretic and flush everything out of your digestive system. But yeah, like... It's good after after boozy week on the holidays. Yeah, look, if <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you've been boozing up, you've been having a lot of celebrations, which um, we do at time to time, from time to time. Uh, you know, I, there's times that I drink. Do you drink sometimes? Sometimes, sometimes. Um, it's gotten less and less yeah, over the years. And I found just doing the last two liver cleanses the last month and a half that my um like if people have gone hey have a drink have a drink champagne mm. or whatever and i'm just like i'm just good like yeah i feel more high on life i'm just high on life and that tendency to reach out coming from a place of lack of like <laughs> i need this to feel good yeah i need this to feel good yeah. it's change where it's like i feel good regardless i don't need that yeah. and so the cleansing that i do helps me put me back into control for mm. that um, of that so yeah okay well if you have questions ask them but we're gonna uh, finish like uh, and wrap it up but just i had a question about um communities too because these are really cool. important to to you uh and to me actually yeah um yeah. like why why 
<laughs> yeah, why, man? Because it impacts our health too, right? <sighs> like everything in my family, you know, there's there's um, cases of mental health challenges, yeah. mental yeah. health um, issues, uh, depression, anxiety, um, suicide. You know, this is a real mm. issue that is is going on. There's like I think seven to fourteen men commit suicide every day, you know, every week in, in Australia, and it's sad. And I and I find. What I've learned about nutrition, fasting, gut health, you know, we can put, we can heal our body and make ourselves feel good from the mm -hmm. inside out and not need something on the outside. And that's one part of it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you don't want to be healthy and drinking green smoothies and fasting all in the corner of your house, you know, on your own. It's kind of yeah. boring, you know. Well, so, it's actually probably not healthy because even yeah. when you study the blue zones and often they talk about their nutrition, but they also talk uh, the activities, which is like more instinctive. Okay, you exercise, nutrition, but... Uh, the social aspect of, mm. of it to reach a hundred years is often quite important. So important, yeah. yeah. There's definitely patterns and success leaves clues, you know. Mm. So studying centurions, people who live over a hundred years old, there's certain patterns. They eat kind of less meat and they have more community. Some of them still smoke and drink alcohol, <laughs> you know, but they're relaxed lifestyles, maybe gardening or like doing these, you know. You meditate? I don't meditate that much. Okay. Yeah, do it's you, something that... likes a meditation? I, I do a lot of driving, so yeah. I do meditate. Like I feel like the, the mindful, kind of relax. We do you mind you do mindful eating, mindful eating, um, things like cooking. You know, I find mm. there's meditation or being more mindful in that. Um, but yeah, so with the community thing, it's like let's do let's do life together. Mm. You know, instead of having um, competition, we have collaboration, and so it's just more fun when you're doing it with other people yeah you know like even going to the gym i'm not one to go crazy yeah. at the gym it's like well the other thing for, fun. for fasting it's way easier when you have a buddy a buddy yeah yeah, yeah. accountability so important yeah like they say efficiency a productivity is fueled by accountability mm. so if you're not seeing results maybe find someone who you're on the same level with or someone who's a bit higher than you in terms of knowledge mm. and they can hold you accountable that's why getting coaching mentoring is so important you can you can streamline and take out years and years yeah. and decades of learning and struggle in a period of a short yeah. period of time through through a good coach and so yeah everyone should have a coach and you can uh, you could uh, stock up on oxytocin with good hugs yeah oh we're gonna bring them in <laughs> <laughs> what is that eight eight hugs a day they say yeah yeah eight hugs a day and keeps like, the doctor away that's it you gotta <laughs> hold, hold the hug for quite some time maybe a bit more awkward but you know okay. yeah <laughs> um even the Human Connection Movement, my friend Igor runs the eye gazing workshops. Yeah, okay. I think you've interviewed him too, hey? Who? Igor? No. No, all right. We should definitely interview okay. him. Okay. Um, the Human Connection Movement being written up in all the big uh, magazines and radio stations around nice. the world and, and stuff. Around, it's just eye gazing, sitting, mm. kind of meditating, but connecting yeah. just eye to yeah. eye and bringing the connection off our phones, which you guys are all probably watching this from your phones or your computer, <laughs> and back into real life, that mm. connection. And so, yeah, it's just more fulfilling uh, and there's a massive component to health and wellness when you um, can add in more connection and belonging with people that you get along with, you know, for a long time. The reason I started this kind of broth night stuff and just whatever community stuff I'm a part of is because I had so many friends, great friends, still have them today, but yeah. the habits, you know, going out drinking and partying, yeah. I just saw myself, if I hung, hung out with them yeah. for the next 10, 20, 30 years, mm. I'd still be where we were. 
And so the whole Tony Robbins quote, which is we, uh, who we spend time with is who we yeah. become, yeah. is so true. Yeah. So I was like, I had to consciously say no to those experiences, which is probably one of the hardest mm. things. Setting it's boundaries. <laughs> Setting boundaries and going, no, this is actually not what I want. I don't want that right now. Yeah. I'm going to go out of my way. And it can feel uncomfortable in the beginning. And that's why a lot of people don't do it. But it's so worth it long term. I've got such a beautiful community. And if you guys want a community to link up with here in Sydney, um, yeah, feel free to connect. Or if you want to host your own broth night, uh, <laughs> give you the recipes and teach you how to do it and create your own little movement. If you, yeah, we're going to create a new Facebook page, nice. probably called Broth Club. Um, the Broth Club. No, I haven't That's made it cool. yet, but we're going to That's create cool. it. So stay tuned. And we could, I could keep speaking. This have happy, yeah. for hours, but yeah, we're going <laughs> to. This has been great, man. Out, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. Thanks. Uh, yeah. How can people follow you? Yeah, check out Instagram or uh, my YouTube channel, Raw Cave, R-A-W-C-A-V-E, or hit me up on Facebook, Zach, Zach Dean. Um, that's about it. Thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks. Till next time. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, guys, for watching, and we're going to finish now. See you. you thank you for listening and if you liked it don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to leave a nice review on itunes now if you have any comment feedback question just let me know especially nutrition is often quite controversial especially when you come to supplements and hacking nutrition so i'm super happy to keep the conversation going you can email me at alex at unlocked.me see you soon